Yo, 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 welcome to another Hefe cast on the 10th of June. Right? Yeah, 10th of June. Um, we will get started with the proceedings after I uh, roll this J here. Okay, so just bear with the boy. Hopefully, everybody's had a decent week. Uh, I'm a little tired, to be honest. I had a, had a junk removal earlier that uh, it wasn't a bad junk removal. It was just a lot of, uh, it was like in the backyard. It's been back there for like, long enough for roots and vines to grow over like tires and had a boat that had all these items on it and different. So it was a lot. It was a lot. Um, but it was a nice job. And uh, I can say that I didn't have to argue price or anything. Uh, we had agreed to an initial price, but from word of mouth, I've given, I mean, from just talking, I had given her a quote, but when I had gotten there and I had seen what was there, I was like, damn. I was like, oh, oh, this is, this is, you know, this isn't exactly what she said it was. Um, but it was a little bit more. I think maybe, you know, because the stuff was so buried deep underneath, she might not have even really knew how much was back there. But this is what I like about fair people. When you know that the work that you're, that we agreed to isn't, we've exceeded the amount that like, you know, you know when something's more than what it should be. And so I like that she, I didn't have to go to her and say anything. She was like, no, I'm going to have to go run back to the bank, you know. So it was just cool to have that, uh, have that, uh, somebody that understands, you know, because this job isn't, this type of work isn't, always easy work, you know, moving radiators and well, I don't even know what parts that was on, on under the truck, but it was big, these huge metal pieces and brake drums and uh, hoods and uh, metal bins with full of metal scraps. It was a whole bunch of stuff, you know what I'm saying? So I appreciate it because it it's a lot of metal, you know what I'm saying? So I appreciate them for her and her husband for uh, coming through, not being cheap. You know what I'm saying? Like paying for paying for good service. You know what I'm saying? They said I told them I'll be there at ten. She wanted me to be there between nine and eleven. I got there at ten. I mean, I got there at nine. I told her ten, but I was like, man, by the time I pulled up up there, it was like eight fifty six. I was like, you know what? Let's just get it started. You know what I'm saying? So, good start to the day. 
and uh, the guys, Generation X, Gen X, we play tomorrow. Um, winner of this game will go to the championship game next week. Hopefully, my guys are locked in. Hopefully, they don't look past the opponent. Because we have a lot of talented young guys. And what we're trying to teach them is teamwork and having humility when you're playing, you know, when you're running the game. And even if you are the better team, you don't look past your, you know, your other, the next opponent. I've seen it happen so many times, you know. Some guys, they, they're looking. You see in football, you see in basketball, they're looking for the rival game or the, the big TV game, and then they lose to the – to the Orlando Magics, or you know what I'm saying? You'd be like, how they just lose, you know what I'm saying? So it's just don't overlook who's in front of you. Let's take one game at a time, guys. Let's go out there. Let's handle business. Let's go get this championship. Yeah, yeah. See, things change when people listen. Um, when you listen to your coaches, the W start coming. Uh, we went, that first tournament we went to wasn't a good tournament. This is a few weeks ago. First tournament that I know I went to. And, man, we got – it's not that we didn't compete, but we got our butt kicked. Uh, so to come back the way we did this past weekend, building on that chemistry. Now with an opportunity to get into the championship game. Yeah, so as long as we take care of business and not get too full of ourselves, everything should be cool tomorrow. Uh, yeah. So if you're interested in coming out to the game, you can uh, inbox me or whatever. It's uh, local. So especially if you have 12 or 13-year-olds who play ball or something, or you even have uh, like five, six, I believe my cousin has a football team, but we have the basketball. So, I mean, you know, trying to develop young men. Confident. Um, you know, going home, taking care of business, taking care of school. Good young men, keeping their head on their shoulders. So, as I... Transition from that. Let kids be kids. I bring that up because um, let's just say I'm, I'm I know that we want to put our, our kids and whatever into competitive sports. Whether that's dancing, whether they're in the acting class, basketball, football, lacrosse, singing competitions, um, uh, little Miss Americas, whatever, right? It needs to be for the kid. First of all, it doesn't need to be you trying to relive your your childhood 
fantasy that you wanted to be Miss Pageant or you wanted to be the best basketball player or whatever the case is. That your time has passed. It's now for the children. And as much as I want my, my boys to go out there and play hard, most of all, I want I want them to have fun. Because don't cuss. Forget that. Like, okay, Tom Brady won six Super Bowls with New England. He did. He did. But look at the fun Tom Brady's having playing with Tampa Bay. Finally. And he won the championship. Finally. Yeah, okay. He won it with very strict coaching and all of that. But did Tom Brady really enjoy football as much as he does now? Throwing the trope, you know what I'm saying? So you got to remember that all in all, these kids, I don't, I don't care if they're 15, 14, they're kids. Let these kids have fun, even in competition. Yes, I want you to compete. Yes, I want to win. But most of all, I want you to have fun. And I've noticed sitting on the bench, listening to some of these coaches talk to their kids or watching the parents, yo, they don't, they take the fun out the, out of it. I, I can I can only imagine. They just take the fun out the kid. They, they put more pressure on the kids than I've ever seen. Like, yo, let, look, there's nothing wrong with discipline and hardworking. I'm with that. But don't take the fun from your child. Don't. And, and, and support your kid. Who cares what you want to do? Support them because they can grow to resent you. They can. I want to play basketball, but you won't allow me. And, you know, you get older, time passes, and people, some of your friends who you felt like you was better than go off to college or they do this. This not, I'm just, it's not me. I'm just speaking in general. They go off and they become superstars and they sitting there like, yo, that could have been me. If you would only just have some support, support your kids. Support them. You know, I just just wanted to say that out there for, I know a lot of my friends have kids that's into sports and, and, uh, Kennedy, she dances. I haven't gotten her into like no real sports sports just yet. Amelia, she's she's still coming coming along, but she's fast and strong little legs and stuff. So, you know, not being funny, but maybe soccer or something for her. Um, but when they do play and when I do teach Ken, I still want you to have fun. Like it's just like, you know, you you got to have, you know, you need to be serious, but, you know, you're having fun. You're playing a game. <laughs> Ultimately, you're just playing a game, okay? So I think that we push our kids too hard too, too soon sometimes, or we just push them too hard in general. Uh, we ask them to act their age, and then we – basically put grown-up responsibility on them for 
a sport, a game, do you know the percentage of people who become professional athletes? Kavon Moore, shout out Kavon. Kavon, to me, should have been in the NBA. It's a dog. He's still successful in his military career and in his life. However, I'm just saying, like, Kavon didn't make it to the NBA. In my opinion, definitely could. <laughs> like, for real. 6'3", could jump out the gym, left-hand Kobe. Pass first. Could snatch you, snatch you and shoot in your face. Like, crazy passing. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, you got to be realistic. At the end of the day, this is going to end. The competitiveness, like you playing in leagues and stuff, will end. And you will become a man and a woman or a married man and a married woman. And you're going to have other things to do. And you want to still have that enjoyment to go and play basketball. I enjoy I love playing basketball. I go out there and I have a grand time just doing what I did. Um, so, yeah, just wanted to say that. You know, stop. Stop with the added pressure. The kids already put enough pressure on themselves, especially going to school, the back and forth talking. I see it with our guys. It's all this talking back and forth. These kids go to school for each other. You know what I'm saying? So it's a lot, a lot of uh, ego on the line. There's a lot of, uh, you know, you don't want to be shown up. So they already putting the pressure on them. Just support them and, and kids, if my guys, if y'all watching, have fun when you're on the court. Have fun. Play to win. But but have fun. It's most important. Everybody can't be as serious as Michael Jordan all day. Okay. Like, yes, he won six championships, but if Michael Jordan, who you think is happier in their life? Like just if you just saw them, LeBron James or Michael Jordan. I would think LeBron James is just an overall happier person. You know, just saying. No, no. Don't be so hard on yourselves. Parents, allow your kids to grow. They're not going to be the best things walking overnight. It takes time. All right. I'm not talking to you, parents. Getting my nerves. Uh, just wanted to throw that out there for you. Let's start here since. So the boys episode came out today. I caught it earlier. Interesting episode. Uh obviously Homelander is still Homelander. Still crazy. Uh self-absorbed. Uh, narcissist. Uh, this episode basically follows um, uh, Huey uh, finally finds out what's going on with Butcher. Butcher tells him that you know, he uh, was taking the, the temporary V and Huey basically is asking him like, yo, you know, what's the, are you telling the rest of the team? He's like, no, I'm not going to tell the rest of the team. You know, and, and if you do, I'm going to kick your bloody arse. 
You know how he always threatening. Why is he so mean to everybody? Like, good gracious, man, does he have a heart? Um, so they go to little Nina and they're trying to set a deal, they're trying to find this weapon. Oh, is the weapon is the weapon okay? Sorry, I'm jumping too far ahead, but now I'm thinking, excuse me. Um, they're trying to find a weapon that can kill Homelander, but she wants uh, Frenchie's girl. And he's like, Look, I get you something else. So she wants somebody dead. They ended up sending uh, Kimiko, Kimiko over there, and she didn't really want to do it because you know, she don't want to, she don't want to feel like she's a hired gun. Or a monster. Um, but she goes, she kills uh the guy, kills all the security or whatever. But the girls, the girl shot her in the head. She was just scared. Um, but I guess that like affected Kimiko. You know, she hates being seen as a monster, she hates her powers as it is. So um seeing them girls fear her like that. Uh didn't help with the, you know, with how, with her, how she was already feeling. So trying to think, I've watched so much stuff today. I'm trying. <laughs> so uh, she's destroyed about it. She doesn't like it. She goes back, shows Butcher the picture that she killed the guy. She ends up talking to Frenchie like, look, I, I don't like this. Uh, the, the Rising Sun, the other group, I think I might be saying the name wrong, the other little group that kidnapped her, Butcher, Lil' Nina. She said they all the same. She said, well, you know, she wanted to start fresh. So that's a possible thing going on. Uh, of course, Starlight, women can't just slow down. She tell everybody, everybody their business. Oh, we need people. She went to Mav to try to find out this weapon. But then later she goes to the to the other speed guy, the guy that she used to like date when they was younger. She recruits him basically to help Mob and Huey and them try to take down Homelander. And um, at some point, A Train was trying to pitch something to Homelander uh, to oh to get the Blue Hawk who had curb stomped the black guy. Uh, so hard in the ground that he cracked the ground or something like that. And so Homelander basically was like, eh. Well, there's something that happened with Deep and his wife and Homelander and they just like blew it off. So Deep and A-Train get into it. Um, eventually, after they get into it, A-Train goes into the elevator or something and the other speedster guy you know, it was like, we should do something about this. And so I guess he tells him the plan that Starlight and him had. Um, at some point, they was about to go out. Oh, because she told, uh, Little Nina told Huey and Butcher and them where to find this weapon. It's in Russia or somewhere. So 
Huey walks in on Butcher shooting up the, the temporary V. And he's like, you know, he wanted to do something. He was like, no, nah, I'm tired, tired of having people having to save me. And he's like, look, you know, he did the old morose thing, like, you don't deserve this. I must carry the burden type of thing, you know. And so uh they go out to the fight. I'm trying to, they go out to the fight and I mean to to get this weapon and they they get through it, kill everybody, whatever the case is. And it turns out that uh when they open when they oh oh this what happened. They was they was in a situation. Everybody was running out of gun bullets and stuff, so Butcher had to unveil that he had the superpowers. So he starts killing the guy, shooting him with the laser beams and all that shooting, walking, getting shot, walking through the bullets. And uh, the guys aren't happy about it. They're really upset. Even Huey teleports out of his clothes and punches the guy through his stomach. And uh, they just really down on Huey and him for doing that, you know what I'm saying? But Huey looks like he's a drug addict now. Like his, he's just all in a euphoric state. Uh, but when they open up this this machine, whatever, um, uh, Soldier Boy was in there, looking like the Winter Soldier. And uh, so is he the weapon that can kill Homelander? Is that what they what they're saying that he's the weapon? Uh, so we'll see. But he might be mind controlled or brainwashed because he shot uh, Kamiko and shot Kimiko and her powers in hell. So they're trying to figure that out. Meanwhile, on the other side, you have Homelander still playing. Oh, Homelander playing the whole boyfriend girlfriend role with uh, Starlight, and there was some uh, meeting that was called by the girl that be popping heads, where uh, where the uh you know the big boss and vault black guy the one that talks like alfred he um he thought they was about to get go after homelander and it turned out that she went after him so he gets removed from the job and basically homeland is the one that runs everything and homelander shows up at her house and threatens her basically you know homelander stuff um and he at some point, I think when I, him and Starlight, he took Starlight up. They were doing like some shoot in front of the people taking photos. He said, "One, you know, fly up. I'm gonna show you something." He showed her. He killed the other speedster guy, and he was like, "Listen, if you keep this up, that's going to be Huey." So he made her say it, and uh, basically, I'm trying to think of that. that's about it for the most part. I like the episode. I think that maybe Soldier Boy might have the ability to kill Homelander, but if 
why couldn't Butcher kill him if Butcher has like the same powers, right? Like you would think that you would think that he'll be able to uh right. I would think that he'll be able to kill him if he had um the same type of powers like uh it's like Kryptonians fight each other, you know, they have equal they're closer in strength, so those punches you feel a lot more. They can actually like like how Superman snapped Zod's neck in the movie. Yeah. A regular person probably couldn't even turn Zod's head. You know what I'm saying? He'd be like, they'd be like this. He'd be like, <laughs> he'd be like, what are you doing? Let go of my head. So yeah, I like it. I'm trying to think. I, honestly, I think Mav Mave, Mav, Mav's gonna die. Yeah, she's going to. And what's up with the girl pulling out the dildo to the big, huge Captain America looking dildo to have sex with that guy, that white guy? I don't know. Making me look at you. And making y'all white guys not look too good in this show. I'm just going to be honest. You know, I like a lot of butt pleasure. That's what it's showing me. Too much butt pleasure. Not enough women. Every time a woman got a chance to show some boob in there, they show the guy. I say more ass and nuts in this show than I've ever wanted to see. Okay. Can we get a, a nip slip somewhere from a chick, please? You're killing me. Had to watch look at Jensen Ackles' ass in this episode. Who else ass? Had to look at Huey's ass. Okay. Too much man ass. Too much man, everything. I need women, okay? You already threw me off with the, 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 the guy jumping inside the dick and then jiggling the pieces around. I had to skip four or ten seconds. And then, and then you got, it's just always, then you got the guy who choked the guy with the dick that came through the glass. You're choking the, I'm tired of it. I'm, I'm over it, okay? You understand me? I'm sick of it. All these goddamn moving on. I uh, watched my a nice movie this week. It's called Spell. So on Amazon Prime, it's my boy Amari Hardwick, yo. You know, like ever since Power, if I see my man on something, I gotta check him out. He, I, I really like him now. Like the Power got me, yo. Power got me. That was my movie. Power was good, yo. Um, but Spell is about him and his wife. He has two kids uh, removed from the country, I guess he's from. Um, his father used to abuse him. I think his father even may have stabbed him thinking because he probably thought his father thought he was better than him or maybe he was under a spell. Who knows? So he finds out his father dies and he's taking the family out in a small little private, you know, small little plane over to the area, like over down in the country. And people keep saying that area is like cursed and just the mere mention of it, they'll be like, uh, oh, you going there? Oh, I right, see you later. So as he's traveling there he has he's not in an argument with his wife but they're having a discussion about the kids and how they're being raised and they they're trying to beat a, a storm but the storm gets them and they crash 
When he wakes up, he's in the bed. His foot hurts. He can barely walk. And uh, it's a black lady, the lady from Mama. I think that was the lady from Mama, was it? She's there. Mm-hmm. Doing that when she, mm-hmm. like it was in 1940. Mm-hmm. Like, girl, we ain't not singing a hymn. All right? Give me out this goddamn bed. So basically, the movie's about, they have like voodoo stuff called the dig, get, jig, diggity, what? The diggity dog. The diggity, a diggity. It's like a doll. A diggity. I think it's a diggity. And she will, if you need certain parts of your body or healing, she will cut out those parts and put it to your diggity, whatever it's called. And you will be like the lady couldn't speak or didn't have it. She cut out a goat's tongue or something, put in, and she could talk, stuff like that. This is voodoo magic. So they were trying to sacrifice him, or they were trying to put a spell on him for something. But for real, for real, I thought it was a pretty decent movie. Uh, I liked it. Just one part that just kind of really disturbed me. He he had taken off his bandage, trying to figure out why his foot was hurting. And he had a like a nine-inch nail in his foot. He pulls it out. When he pulls it out, pretty graphic. Ugh. At some point, he hears them talking about they're going to check to make sure it's still in his foot. He has to put it back in. Oh, my goodness. Kill me. I ain't putting it back in. They had this one guy. They always called. Remind me of the, the big black alpha. Get out. Get Douglas. That wasn't his name, but, like, every time something happened. Call Douglas. Get Douglas. Shut up. You go get Douglas. Um, but it, some they turned out they've been living for like hundreds, of, like a hundred plus years. They basically just been killing, using the sacrifice to I guess continue life, living for all these years. Every time I see a movie like that, I always wonder where do they get these. I mean, I know it's all down in the south, you know, and, and then Haiti and a lot of Haitians voodoo. But it's just like, where do they get some deep cuts? It's almost like they're trying to put a spell on you through the TV. So you got to have a strong mind when you watch stuff like that. And a strong heart. And a strong faith in what you believe in. That's why I'm able to watch. Look at that. Uh, maybe I, I don't know if y'all can see it. But look at that. That is a J. Look at that J. You know, it's huge. I need to roll one of those one day. I mean, I wonder how many grams. Would you have to put like 14 grams to make a J that big right there? Good gracious. But yeah, check out Spell, man. It's a pretty good movie. My boy Amari Hardwick. He just has a swag, man. Like, he brings a different swag to these movies. <laughs> I just like dude. He's, he's my guy. So, to cap off the reviews for this week. Miss Marvel, she uh, debuted Wednesday. A very fun, it's not catered to me as a, as a 30 year old man, 31 year old, like Moon Knight and 
uh, Captain America Winter Soldier. This is more, you know, for kids, but it's fun to watch. Uh, each show has its own feel, different feeling, but it's basically kind of follow, it follows the comic pretty well where she has uh, strict parents, Muslim family, uh, Pakistani. Don't really allow her to do much, but she has like a little uh, podcast or like a little thing. She makes videos about the superheroes and uh, she's very artistic and things like that. She stumbles across this like family heirloom that her grandmother tried to send her. And I believe it's these Cree bracelets. When she puts it on, uh, she ultimately goes to like a costume. She sneaks out, goes to this like little uh, uh, Avenger, Avenger Con type thing. And uh, for the best dress, Miss Marvel. But when she put the bracelet on, it displayed her powers and stuff like that. But it was it was a fun little episode. I mean, you didn't get it's the first episode. I mean, you didn't get everything you want out of it. But if you if I don't at least see at the end of this this show, you need to have a Captain Marvel or Spectrum cameo or at least Nick Fury. Somebody that needs to tie in her going into this second movie. I mean, going into this Captain Marvel movie. Because, I mean, I don't want to spend a portion of the movie of them recruiting her. It needs to be some set, some mid-credit scene where Captain Marvel or Nick Nick Fury come down and play, yo, we need you for... I'm very interested to see what they're going to do with the Miss Marvel when I was when they had the whole gore to God, but I wonder when it's, it's set because you know Gore's sword is from Noah, and Noah is the symbiote god. And remember in Spider-Man No Way Home, that symbiote stayed in the Marvel universe. It would be cool if that symbiote, but how would it get out of space? Yeah, well, I guess that can't happen, right? I wonder how they're going to explain the all-black necklace sword. I wonder. They'll probably change it up because it's a Sony property, but I would love some connection there. Maybe maybe they'll say it's Noel because, you know, they're making a Noel. I think they're doing a Noel project. For what they're trying to do with the incursions and all this stuff, you're going to have to start. I don't know. You have to. Come on, Sony. Just give the property, sell it back to Disney, please. Making this difficult. But yeah, very curious about Miss Marvel. We'll see. Well, if you got, you know, you got the Hulk coming up. I want, even with the, I mean, She-Hulk, even with the She-Hulk, they got to do something with the Hulk. Like, something needs to set him off to get him to get to World Breaker. I need Hulk back. Taking selfies and smiling with people. This is a joke. Complete, absolute joke. Let's see what Phil said. Phil always sending some wild stuff. They did put out some new pictures of uh, Wakanda Forever. Curious what they're going to do there. So, 
see what stories I got for you real quick. Let me pull them up. So they were saying that LeBron, and saying your boy LeBron was possibly outed by Savannah. I don't know who that really is, but she's on the Atlanta housewife. No, no, no. His wife cheating on his wife Savannah with Atlanta housewife Drew. The part I don't understand is she said it on a national TV show. Like, why would you ever say something like that on a national TV show? If it's true or not, it's still like, yo, why? It doesn't even make sense why you open your mouth and do that. Like, it's just funny. LeBron's pretty much kept a clean, nice, clean record. You know, they be trying to catch him up. You ain't gonna, LeBron be like, uh-uh, you ain't catching me. I wonder if he texts him from another phone name, his name, like Mike. Yo, it's Mike. <laughs> yeah, it's Terrence. Not really news, but I just thought that was funny. Talking about LeBron. So I was curious. They keep saying that, like, Steph is a – he wins this championship. He'll be a top 10 NBA player of all time. So I just went and looked online to see. Now, this is just some basic, you know, uh, this I don't believe this is in order, but this is how it came out. And even if Steph Curry is all the way at the bottom here on ESPN top ten, he wasn't in that list either. And if I just look at, you know, is he better than Will? No, I mean people. I think people misconstrue. I think people misconstrue Steph's three point shooting and his logo. Three that changed, you know, kind of changed the game. Uh, I think they take that. I, I don't think it should be. I don't think that should be a reason why he should be a top ten. Like, yes, he's a, the greatest three point shooter. Ever. But is I mean, he has good numbers. But I mean, like, yo, I could name ten guys, but who I would say. I would put it over stuff. And it's all people I've seen play in my life. Like I like stuff. I mean, he's the top 20. You can give him top 20, which isn't bad. There's been thousands of NBA players, but they just always try and put slide people in the top 10. Like, yo, you're not, I'm sorry, not, not yet. Not there yet. It's not there yet. Uh definitely know what y'all want to what y'all think about it. But and is he really like he made it he started shooting them the logo three more consistently like just shooting it but is he really the did he really start the logo three because if memory serves me correctly i remember two guys doing it all the time not all the time but a, a lot of times a lot for the time that they were in and that is gilbert arenas Agent Zero, and LeBron James. And y'all know what I'm talking about. If you watch basketball, 
when they was going head to head that year in the playoffs. Um, that whole year, like Agent Zero, when Agent Zero was Agent Zero, you know, he would pull the logo three and he would walk, he would walk away, turn his back and walk down the court. So I mean, I know everybody always says Steph, Steph's the logo three guy, and I'm just like, I get it because maybe he shoots it a lot more, but mm, I want to say that Gilbert Arenas and LeBron around the same time started shooting logo threes and was knocking them drums down back in like that 2008. When were they battling each other all the time? When was that? I can't remember, but yeah, I don't know. That's my opinion. Everybody talking about Steph, Steph. I'm like, well, I remember Gilbert shooting that joke and turning his back and walking down the court. Like that, I, mean, I remember that too. Just saying, I'm not knocking Steph. Steph's a great player. I don't know if he's top ten yet. Saw so the PGA uh, suspended these 17 players because of this new golf event. The live LIV golf event. Um, there, I don't know if it's the con. I mean, they, they give an answer, but behind, I'm certain our fans and our partners who are surely tired of all this talk of money, 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 and more money will continue to be entertained and compelled by the world class competition you display each and every week without true consequences for every shot you take. Hey, your rightful place in history will never, I can't see the rest, but. I need to look up the rules for this new live tournament because uh, I just seen a new guy, De- uh, DeChambeau, just went over there as well. So I need to look more into what live is. But it's a lot of golfers going over there. And that doesn't look good for PGA when when some of your top guys, most a lot of your top names is going over to the competition. So we'll see where that goes. But just very curious. Just, a lot of names on here. Uh, Sergio Garcia. I don't know who Taylor Gucci is, but that last name makes me laugh. Brandon Grace, Dustin Johnson. I don't know who that is. Matt Jones, uh, Martin Kamer, Graham. I hope it, it, is that really? Is it really Graham? It probably is Graham. Why would you spell Graham like that? McDowell, Phil Mickelson. Kevin Nash, sorry, no, Kevin Nash, Andy Ogletree, Lewis, Utsenhuizen, Turk Petit, Pettit, Turk Pettit, Ian Poulter, Ian Poulter. Uh, the name sounds familiar. I don't know any other names. Charles Schwarzer, Hudson Swafford, Peter Olihan, Lee, Lee Westwood. And then again, DeChambeau went over there too, so... Uh, I'm gonna take Golden State tonight. I don't see them going down three one just yet, but Boston look good, man. That Boston got too many scores, you know. Ultimately, it just comes down to scoring and defense. They got scoring and defense, and if you don't have Steph Curry, it just seems like like I saw it, it was trying. It was down by like ten or twelve, and Andrew Wiggins got an open corner three. And missed, and I was like, "Yeah, like you're expecting Andrew Wiggins to bring it back." See, the Hornets hired Atkinson. Cool, cool. 
Hopefully he do something for the Hornets. I like LaMelo. That's my boy. I would like to see Jordan get some type of success with his team at some point. They've been terrible or they've been terrible or average for so long. Forever, actually, since he's bought them. Let me forget what I'll be talking about. There's so much. All right. Uh, oh, yeah, man. So I saw that IRS is sending out uh, a bunch of letters about who they who they feel underpaid them. So they, they said they were being generous during the pandemic, but they're going to send out, I think, eight to nine million letters. So if you owe over five dollars, they're going to be like, yeah, send that up, send that in ASAP. And don't ignore them. Just setting it out there for you. We get our IRS letter. And they're asking for some bread. Let's go ahead and uh go ahead and get that situated. Uh hopefully I don't get one. <laughs> Leave me alone. Thank you. Um and gas. Obviously, gas has hit his highest price nationwide. This is ridiculous. Five dollars out everywhere I go. So is this or high Ford four dollars seven seventy nine cent? Food expensive. Maybe skimping on the chicken. Chick fil A chicken tenders getting smaller and smaller. And just call them thing chicken nuggets. I don't know what the things was. They gave me some little small chicken. What? What are these? So yeah, that's that. Uh, yeah, and then of course, Young Thug and them—they're not getting no love in there. Um, <laughs> uh, they were saying that he's—he's he's saying that he good. Young Thug saying that he cool in there, which he should be, because a lot of people. Know who he is. It should be, you know. Why beef with him just because he's a celebrity? Probably in that John Chilling. But the YSL indictment exemplifies Atlanta's predatory justice system. So Young Thug has become a pop culture icon with his lyrics. What? For his lyrics? Now the justice system is making him public enemy number one because of them. Last Thursday, Thug was not bond for his RICO charge in the YSL indictment. Judge Earl Glavin, Glavin, Glanville stated that he had that he had fears that Thug was a flight risk and would intimidate witnesses if he was released on bond. The denial, which comes after bond denials for YSL record artists Gunner and Yak Gotti, became the latest setback in a torrent of legal precarity for the 28 individuals who are ensnared on a 56-count indictment in May, including charges of murder, racketeering, armed robbery, armed robbery, and aggravated assault with a deadly weapon. The indictment lists dozens of song lyrics and music videos as evidence. Fulton County District Attorney Annie Willis claimed the May press conference uh, that YSL isn't just a label 
name Young Stoner Life, but a crime, a criminal street gang called Young Slime Life that she surmises is responsible for over 50 murders in the Atlanta area committing conservatively 75 to 80% of all violent crimes in our community. YSL has to be rooted out of our community and says her number one focus as a DA, DA is targeting gangs, warning that we can expect to see more RICO indictments against other street gangs in the, future, in the near future, her comments and leaked Georgia Bureau of Investigation document that mentioned YSL and Little Baby's P4 as criminal street gang targeted for investigation spur concerns that more Atlanta artists and crews are being snared in RICO cases. Well, again, this is why these kids continuously just cycle the same cycle. The guys, these kids look up to these dudes and they just do this. They don't want to become just rich and and, and move on and, and do, you know, get into uh, owning things and, and building in the community. No, they go in there and they if this is true, not saying I'm not saying them in particular, but a lot of guys who have their predict that's in that position, they just want to recycle the same gang talk, the same gang bruh. Just because you came up in that lifestyle doesn't mean that you know you shouldn't give the show show these young men the way. You know what I'm saying? These young kids who look up to y'all. So I don't know, man. I don't know what Young Thug and them going to do. But they don't look like they're trying to get, let them out anytime soon. And uh, that's about it. I'm about to finish watching TV. And uh, eat some Reese's Cups. You know what I'm saying? All righty then. Look, y'all take it easy. Y'all smoke weed. I know Steph ain't in the top 10, so cut it out. Uh, peace. Smoke weed.